We are continuing with the Tomer Devora, Joseph Cordovero's, Moshe Cordovero, excuse me, Moshe Cordovero's uh, uh, work on Kabbalistic ethics. Uh, we're, if you are in the packet, we're two, essentially two pages in. So if you flip the first two pages, we're on the back of the second page. In the top right-hand corner is the Hebrew letters Sadi Vav. And if you... I just found out uh, last night, I had a really lovely conversation about uh, this book with uh, a Kabbalah scholar from uh, uh, the Reconstructionist Rabbinical College named Joel Hecker. Um, so I'm going to be interspersing uh, some of what we're learning today with some things that I learned from Professor Hecker last night um, in my conversation with him. And one thing that he did note to me was that there are a couple of uh, translations of the Tomer Devora that exist. So hopefully by next week or, or uh, in subsequent weeks, we'll have available to us, uh, uh, for those of you who, who like it, an English translation alongside the Hebrew. But for now, you have my exquisite voice. Um, a couple of things that I want to point out. First is, so we, the idea of this book, recall, is taking the Kabbalistic system of Sphirot, the uh, ten attributes of, uh, of, of God's being, uh, ten virtues, ten divine virtues, and saying that the task of a human being is to emulate in, in his or her life what, what God is. And so what Moshe Cordovero is doing is taking each one of those spherot and explaining uh, you know, what it stands for effectively, and then saying how a human being ought to emulate that virtue. So the first sphira is Keter, God's crown, uh, and Cordovero identifies that as, uh, as the seed of God's compassion. And has uh, explained that there are there's this idea that there are sort of 13 subcategories of God's compassion, 13 attributes of that attribute. We've looked at a couple of them. The first couple that we've looked at really have been talking about uh, God's patience uh, and God's uh, sort of uh, uh, ultimate uh, for capacity for forgiveness. Uh, and uh, and we've struggled with that I think a little bit. Um, in light of, I think, some really real concerns, uh, the you know the is it uh, you know does God forgive uh, and is God patient with something like the Holocaust, a real uh, horrible tragedy in, in in the world, really real real horror? Uh, does God sit idly by and wait for that to hold to to play out and not uh, act during it? And similarly, are we truly expected to have that kind of uh, patience with with evil? Right? Are we truly expected to have that kind of patience with, uh, um, with, with bad things that happen to us? And, uh, and so those are all really uh, important questions, and I, and I don't want to uh, brush them off, but I do want to at least acknowledge that, um, that Cordovero is not a singular voice from the tradition in that regard. Right? So it's, this isn't just one guy standing out there on a ledge saying some, uh, some really kind of off-the-wall thing. It's really a, uh, a, a central part of the normative Jewish tradition, at least some streams of the normative Jewish tradition. So one instance I wanted to point out to you is uh, what's called Kriyat Shema Alamita, which is the recitation of the Shema at bedtime. Uh, and uh, I'm going to read here from the Art Scroll Sidor, which is the sort of uh, uh, mainstream Orthodox Sidor uh, in America. And it says like this, Ribono, this is the introduction to the Kriyat Shema Alamita. Ribono shel olam, hareni mochel lechol mi shehichis vihiknitoti. Master of the universe, I hereby forgive anyone who angered or antagonized me, 
or who sinned against me. Ben begufi, ben bemamoni, ben bichvodi, ben bechol asherli. Whether it was against my body, my property, my honor, or against anything of mine, ben beones, ben beratzon, ben beshogeg, ben bemezid. Whether he did it accidentally, willfully, carelessly, or purposely. Ben bedibor, ben bemaase, ben bemachshava. Whether he did it in speech, deed, thought, or 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 notion. Bein behirhor, bein begilgul zeh, bein begilgul acher. Whether in uh, this transmigration or in another transmigration. In other words, whether you did it in this life or in a previous life that we've had. Lechol bar Yisrael lo yehanashum adam besivati. Right. So for any Jew, let no person be punished because of me, because of what they did against me. May it be your will, uh, Lord my God and God of my uh, ancestors, that I shouldn't sin anymore. And whatever sins I have done before you, may you blot them out in your abundant mercies. Uh, but not through suffering or bad illnesses. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable to you, Adonai, my rock and my redeemer. So you have this really uh, powerful image that uh, at bedtime we ask God to forgive anyone who's transgressed uh, against us, regardless of what kind of transgression it was, to blot out the transgression, to blot out the insult, to blot out the uh, aggression against us. And uh, the implication of that is that, uh, is that um, we're meant to uh, withstand the slings and arrows and enable God to forgive those slings and arrows. And similarly, we hope that God will do the same for us. Uh, it is a really powerful idea, but a really difficult idea. And I just want to um, offer the thought that this is uh, what Cordovero understands as God's highest attribute, God's most uh, supernal attribute, which means to say that it's probably the hardest one to understand and the hardest one to emulate. Uh, but nevertheless, he offers us uh, a, 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 a hope that we will emulate it. And we're going to continue. Is he saying God forgives the person, or I have to forgive the person? Is it different? Mm. Right. So I think that he's, he's hoping, at least the Kriyat Shemalamita is hoping that God will forgive the person, and in the meantime, we don't hold the transgression against the person. So in other words, it's, it's almost as if it's both. Right? Maybe not necessarily that we forgive the other person, but that we don't let the transgression affect us. That's different. Mm. So we should speak to that. That's very different. Yeah. To what extent is it that you know, people would be concerned whether they're going to wake up again, and therefore they want to be, you know, have forgiven everybody and have asked for mercy on their behalf in case they don't wake up? Well, right. I, I think that that's central to uh, to what's going on in the bedtime Shema, right, is the concern that, you know, I may not wake up in the morning and I want my slate clear uh, just in case. Is that why Mita is uh, close to mate? Or is, uh... 
same. You mean linguistically? It's not the same shoresh, but um, it's not because mate, uh, mavet mate is spelled with a taf and mita is spelled with a tet. Uh, but it's a uh, you know if you were if you were a chassid, uh, you could easily make that uh, that, that that pun, and then um, you'd I think have a lot to say there. Um, all right, so let's. Uh, but you're right. I, mean, I think that there is a difference between actually forgiving somebody and and grin and sort of bearing it, right, or or not letting it affect you. And I think that part of what it's saying here, you know, what what I think Cordovero is talking about and Mishmalamita is talking about is in some way setting aside ego, because the the part of us that is often insulted by the insults against us is uh, our 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 sense that we deserve better, right? is that. Uh, and maybe we do, right? But uh, setting aside that part of ourselves that says, you know, I'm better than this, right? And stepping back and saying that that while that may be true, there is a sort of humility that comes with acknowledging that things happen in the universe that are outside of your control. Things other people do things that are outside of your control. Actually, there's a great deal of things in life that are out of our control, and so. The fact that our ego is insulted by what other people do to us is a measure of, in some way, our lack of humility that we should be able to control what other people are doing. Right? We should be able to, to stop that person from, from bullying us. We should be able to stop the tsunami from happening. And so we get insulted by it. But in fact, I think what this is saying is that, uh, to, as a reminder, that we aren't in control of a great many things. So let's, let, let's look at the, the next uh, uh, issue that Cordovero addresses, the next uh, attribute of God's compassion, uh, and therefore what he suggests we do as well, which I think is a really powerful idea. Hashlishi ve'over al pesha, that God passes over sin, passes over transgression. Zomi dagdola, this is a great virtue. Shahare ein ha-mechila al yedei shaliach, ela al yadoma ma-shalakadosh baruchu. Kirichtiv ki imcha haslicha ve'gomer. This particular virtue, forgiveness, God doesn't do it by way of an agent. Rather, God does it himself, as it's written that forgiveness is with God. Umahi aslicha, and what does forgiveness mean? Shehu rochetz ha'avon, that God washes the sin, that God wipes away the transgression. Quotes two uh, passages from the prophets, one saying that if God were to wash the uh, filth of the daughter of Zion, and the other saying uh, from, I, from Ezekiel that, I, that God will sprinkle upon you pure waters and purify you, which is actually a... Uh, a a verse that's brought in the Mishnah to talk about what happens on Yom Kippur. That, uh, that on Yom Kippur, God essentially washes our sins off. Right? Um, that uh, um, in some ways, kapara, the Hebrew word kapara, that's, what, that's where the root comes from. The root comes from essentially wiping clean. It's wiping off. Right? So Yom Kippur is a day of wiping off. We use that, that imagery, I think, a lot on Yom Kippur, of, of sort of starting the year with a clean slate. Right? And this thing that, that in fact, it is, it, it is in part our own work on Yom Kippur that wipes that slate, but ultimately, God himself or herself wipes that slate clean. 
v'hainu over al pesha, and, and so that is to say that passing over sin, sholeach meimei rechitza v'over v'rochetz ha-pesha. God sends down cleaning waters, cleansing waters, and passes over and, and wipes away and washes the transgression. V'hinei mamash kidmut adam. And so it's very much like this that a person should be. A person should strive to be like this. And a person shouldn't say, could I really fix that which so-and-so, that which this other person uh, uh, sinned or that which they, they destroyed in their transgression? Is it really possible to fix it? But in, in, in effect, it's saying a couple things. First is this image of God himself washing away his sins, right? In other words, right, imagine that, that, that uh, the President of the United States all of a sudden uh, decided to, uh, to, to open a car wash, right? And you, and you, see, and you see Barack Obama, you know, uh, sudsing up cars, right? <laughs> Maybe. Um, we'll federal get funding. Federal funding, right? We won't get into that. But, but, any, but in any event, that's the image, right? And what that, what that suggests is that, uh, that, that there's a, a measure of, again, of, of humility going into this virtue, Right, that, that God sort of stoops right, in order to, or comes down a notch, right, in order to, to scrub us off. Right? And so similarly, we're meant to do that as well, to not say, well, that's their problem to deal with. Right? That transgression that they did, that's their problem to deal with. They messed it up, they can fix it. Right? But it's saying, no, that's not what we're meant to do, even if it's against us, right, that we essentially take ourselves down a notch and say, okay, whatever the problem was, let me work to make it better. Whether it was my fault or not, let me work to make it better. Loyal Markov, right? You shouldn't say that just because someone else did it, it's not my responsibility to fix it. Because when a person sins, God himself, not by way of an agent, fixes his distortions, his crookedness, and washes the filth of his transgression. And from there, a person should be embarrassed at what he's done, that he's caused the, 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 the king to have to break out the rags and the water and scrub us off. Right? That, that, uh, that we should be embarrassed that we're making someone have to go through that. And similarly, Right, that shahare hamelach ba'atzmo rochetz lichluch begadav. Right, that the king himself would have to wash his clothes. Right, that that when we set aside our ego to repair things that are not ours to repair, but nevertheless need repair, the belief is that we inspire others to repair themselves. They, that this person is helping make things right that aren't their responsibility to make right, and that should be a source of embarrassment to the person who is the source of the error in the first place, saying, well, if that person's doing it and it's not their responsibility, they're, they're coming down and, and cleaning this off for me. They're, they're, they're mopping up my mess, right? So maybe I need to mop up my mess as well, and this happens to me all by the way, all, all the time. I get um, 
I get very uncomfortable um, that uh, that there are such a thing as janitorial staff, right? Uh, and so I really, you know, if if I like spill something or I have the full trash, like I really don't like other people coming and taking it out for me. So I want to take it out myself. I want to like clean up the mess myself. Um, and there's a sort of embarrassment that someone else has to come in that I have, that someone else has to come in and clean up my mess. Right? And I think that that's what he's trying to inspire here is that when you go and clean up somebody else's mess, the hope is that they say, oh, you know, that's really, ew, that's really awkward. I don't want you to have to clean up my mess for me. Let me not make that mess in the first place. Let me clean up that mess myself. Okay. That's it for today. Yashkov. Very good.